Hellenic Radio. 1422 Medium Wave. Information. Innovation. Communication. Φίλοι και φίλες ακροατές και πάλι μαζί σας η ώρα τώρα είναι 9 και 14 πρώτα λεπτά. Back again, the time now is 9.14. We had a very interesting morning so far. We've spoken to two guests related to or in connection with my body, my space, which is a world first. It's a WhatsApp festival online and you can experience drama and dance and you can see physical theater and musical pieces and poetry slams and monologues and of course photography and site specific pieces and it's all online it's all free it's a world first you just send the letters hi or the word hi to the number you'll see all the details on the podcast next week tuesday or wednesday and then you have at your fingertips an experience that has never been before So instead of having students who study theater and study art and study design and study writing and photography and painting, you name it, they can't go physically to spaces, but they can via the cyberspace visit a festival that is curated, My Body, My Space. We spoke to Christo Doherty, who talked to us about four years of taking photographs of the performances in the Forgotten Angle Theater Company. And we also spoke to Selene Daver from the Institut Francois-Afrique de Sud and, of course, the, the festival. So, I mentioned to you earlier, Felix Filisakrates, Sasipa Enatik, Loya Enavivlio, Pulegete Kampur. That's right, Kampur is the title of a book that took the world by storm. It's one of those experiences where it's a true story and you have the, the individual finding the courage to tell her or his story. In this instance, it's Susan or Susan, I can say now. We'll get the details now. And as I mentioned earlier, two visionaries, that is Johan van der Merwe and Rudy Sattler. And I've had the great honor of working with them in terms of specifically their ingenious, also a, a South African first for sure, and probably an African continent first, and possibly in some instances an international first, the Festival of Dearness, and we've been on journeys with them, and you as uh, listeners, especially the regular, regular ones, will know that I've performed pieces there. Also, personal stories. So, we will now be introduced to Johan van der Merwe and Rudy Sadler, and they are the visionaries, the founders of Theatre Rocket. I love that, that term. It's such a positive name, because it means we're taking... We're taking theater sky high into the rocket, into the spaces, no limits. And they're very close colleagues of mine and friends of mine. And right now they are guests on the program. We have a three-way call going. So I'm going to say the following. Goeiemorgen, Kalimera, and good morning to Rudy and Johan from Theater Rocket. How are you guys doing this morning? Thank you for joining us. Um, morning, Renos. Thank you for the invite. Thank yes, you. Thank you for having us. Kalimera. Yeah. Kalimera, yes, yes. You know, when I hear your accent, Rudy, I think, no, this guy's been to Greece. He's probably had a, a Greek connection somewhere. But we won't ask on air that secret, of course. But um, And, of course, your relationship with theatre, I'm sure, is also inspired by some of the Greek stuff. So, um, gentlemen, very exciting to be speaking to you. And what I wanted to do is ask you to please, if you can tell us a little bit about yourselves and theatre, Rocket, and then 
very important, something that we've been waiting for for a while now, and we are talking, of course, one of South Africa's most celebrated actresses, an absolute powerhouse in everything she does, the dame, I'm going to call her the grand dame, I'm sure, of theatre, and that's Sandra Prinsloer. Nothing is beyond her capability, whether it's English performances, Afrikaans performances, classic performances, postmodern performances, and of course she is the performer in Kamp Hoor. So if you can tell us a little bit about Rudy and Johan and Theatre Rocket, and then can you lead into how do you go about finding that story, that specific book or that specific writing and deciding okay, that needs to be put on stage. And then you put together Sandra Prinsler and Lara Foote. And I'm thinking, what a combination. I mean, wow. So over to you guys. Take it in your stride. Whoever wants to speak first and balance, hand over to you. Go for it. Thank you so much, man. You on? You can go. Okay. Yeah, um, Reynolds. Um, we um, are just love theatre of my whole life. So from school, I see hundreds and thousands of plays. Yes. And they, um, I met Rudy, and we decided, um, yeah, we know so many people in the industry. Yes. Why don't we try to do something ourselves? And one of my dreams was to do um, the Riek van Apples for 25 years, The Smell of Apples. Right. And that, that was the first um, production with Diana, so it was only... Dienas was only supposed to be um, a little small exper- uh, experiment, experiment yes. that became so big. <laughs> and then, yeah, um, yeah Opus did so well, and he did over 120, 130 performances. Wow. And that really opened a lot of doors for us. And um, then, because it worked so well for us, we see a place in the market for adaptations of books. Right. And, um, yeah, so we didn't plan it, it just happened. And so... Then we uh, must decide after Riet van Apples to follow something, the up with something else. Of course. And then um, the people, um, we start thinking about um, Kampur because we know the book was so um, well received yes. and won a lot of um, awards and prizes. So, yeah, and then um, after that, we also did False Refuge. So it's something that's really um, working for us. Okay. And um, to doing adaptations of books. And, uh, yeah, so... We have to do some more. Of, of course. Uh, not, everything is over. And, but, yeah, sure. so, yeah, I don't know if you want to add something. Excellent. Thank you. Rudy, um, if you can pick up from there and also in terms of how do you decide? So you find the book. Of course, the book being successful is almost a, a guarantee that if the story is told in the theatrical space or in the film space, it should also be successful because it's, it's reaching hearts and minds and engaging audiences. Right. So you decide on the book then. How does it come about, Sandra Prinsler, Laura Foote? What's the process? Tell us a little bit about behind the scenes. Um, yeah, you're quite right. Uh, after the Riek van Apples, uh, when we started talking to people, um, you know, about popular books and reading up and doing a little bit of homework, yes, um, we try and see which books obviously are popular but also resonate with people. Right. And when we did, when we decided to do Campus uh, in 2019, it was also the 120th uh, celebratory year of the Anglo-Boer War. 
So right. it's sort of uh, the perfect timing okay. to do a book like that. We had other books in mind as well. Sure. Uh, but that one just boiled to the top and we decided, okay. you know, let's do that. Excellent. Uh, after we read the book, then we, it was between Johan and myself, we had to sort of decide what is our approach that we want to do with, yes. the, with a book like that. Is the character going to be young? If the story is sort of uh, jumps between timelines, yes. uh, is the character going to be old? And then we say, okay, for for example, Kampur, um, in the story, in the book, the, the, the character is in the 70s. Oh, we looking back. To okay. begin mm. with her looking back. So then right. we know, okay, we have to look at someone, um, you know, older. Uh, or we decide we want to do the young actress. We would look for someone younger, but in Kampur's case, we decided to look for someone older. Right. And then we started looking at which kind of actresses will suit uh, that kind of role. Yes. And I mean, the name Sandra Prinsler just popped up. <laughs> sure, of course. Like you said, she's the dame of theatre. Yes. Um, she's, she's still so active and um, Absolutely. So, such sure. a tour de force still. So, yeah, so then you, you start contacting them or you contact the agents and you start the discussion. Find out if they know the story. They usually then, if they haven't, they'll read the book and then come back to you and say, "Yes, I want to do this." Or right. It's not my kind of cup of tea. Right. And then you, together with the actor, you have a discussion about uh, the uh, director you have in mind, uh, because you and myself have watched so much theater. Uh, we yes. have a sense. We, we want to believe we have a sense of the kind of approach that directors have. Of course. And we know some actor directors have. Uh, very um, experimental kind of approaches right. and then we decide do we want this play to be experimental do we want it to be straightforward do we want it to be shocking whatever right and then you look at the kind of directors and see who's in the market uh, in the case of Laura Foote uh, that was something that Sandra suggested we wanted to work with her uh, for a long time uh, and then the, right. the discussion started to come from from there and mm. it was a it was a perfect fit in Excellent. terms of uh, uh, working with her um in the right. So what I've noticed, guys, is that also in terms of the whole concept behind the work that you are producing, there is always a, a consideration or an awareness this production needs to be able to travel and travel with ease as opposed to being really, really difficult to travel with because the idea is the simple set. For example, if we look at Ryuk van Appel's once again, a basic, simple set, very effective set. Same thing with Kampur. Um, am I right? That is a consideration when you look at the productions. Yeah, um, Reynolds, um, normally, yeah, yeah, it's always um, important because yes. um, if, if the set is big and then it is so difficult to travel with the festivals and things, our, our newest production... Um, False feed, um, it's a very uh, big set, uh-huh. and that's make it really, really difficult and really expensive to travel with it. Right. So, um, that's, um, at the moment, with COVID and all the things that's going on, it's uh, easier, and especially, um, also, if the cost is very big. Yes. So, that's why, um, smaller cost, like one person shows, yes. two person shows, it's much easier to go, um, right. and, um, a lot more people can see it because it's much more affordable. So, um, yeah, so normally that's when we start talking to the directors and things. We ask them, please, we really want to travel with it, so please keep that in mind. Right, um, okay. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, then the, the, the lightning and the um, sound became much more important. Yes. Because it really relies on that. I see. 
I see. Okay, so now in terms of the actual story, the title Kampur, already it hits hard. I mean, to call someone that is just, uh, you know, one of the hor- most horrible things you can say. Um, and then I, I, I want to get the name right. I'm sure it's Susan, ne? Susan Nell, is that right? Susan Nell, yeah. Right. Okay, so if you can give us, wet our appetites, no spoilers at all, if you can tell us about Kampur in terms of the story, a solo performance, and of course, Lara Foote's signature style of imagination. I mean, we look at her plays um, like Karumus and Tapang and Fishers of Hope. The landscape is always something very prominent and everything on stage has got layers of meaning and symbolism. And having experienced Kampur, Again, it's one of Laura Foote's productions that stay with you for years to come. And I've seen the metaphors she's used. Won't you tell us a little bit, like I say, without any spoilers, of course, um, Susan Nell, Kampur, the staging, um, and, and, to, and also the next question, which will be the final one. Sorry, bombarding you, but you guys can prepare a bit, um, on, uh, improvising. Um, also to give us details, this will be a podcast by our station manager, Tula Kritsotakis. We'll produce it Tuesday or Wednesday. It'll be available. So on this interview, we need also details. Where is it being staged? Um, what dates, how people get tickets, times and so on. So if you can, share those two questions that will be great go for it um i can you want, can i talk yeah yeah please yeah um yes uh, um, i think you're quite right laura Foote's work um which is wonderful is, is often in metaphors and i think it's wonderful if directors work in metaphors yes um sometimes something is so shocking uh, and yeah. you know to leave it up to the audience yes. to imagine it is often much worse yes. than physically showing something on right. stage. So I completely agree with that. Okay. Um, in terms of the story of Kampur, um, it's based on two two books. Um, it's uh-huh. based on Kampur by Francois Smith, um, and then also the non-fiction book uh, The Camp Hoare by Nico Moorman. Okay. The, the play. Okay. And sure. in short, it's about... Um, it's said to be a true story. Um, you know, I mean, there are people that differ with that opinion, but uh, we go with whatever. Right. Um, it's, it's about Susan now who lived in, uh, in a country who was caught and uh, thrown in a concentration camp together with a mother and brother. Right. And um, they both died in a concentration camp. And she then lives with uh, some family she didn't know. And at one night, uh, some of the... Uh, 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 British soldiers yes. uh, caught her as a young girl uh, together with one of the joiners oh which is gosh. a South African that turned to the British side and they bl- brutally raped her oh and God. then okay. left her for dead and they actually threw, threw her out they thought she was dead but oh then my God. Two, ba- two Basutu uh, people found her in the grass took her in into a cave and healed her back and nursed her back to health Jeez. and then, then she finds her journey to Cape Town uh and then from there uh, to the Netherlands, where she goes and study uh, to become a psychiatric nurse. Okay. And sure. eventually she ends up in First World War. What a story. And, um, I don't know if I can, I mean, that's all part of the press release, but there she meets one of her rapists in the war where oh, she needs to treat him. As okay. A nurse. Sure. Um, 
and then she's confronted with an old trauma again. So it's quite, it's cool, quite, uh, yeah. yeah, it's quite a, a journey for her. As a, sure, as a character you know as you were speaking Rudy there are some parallels between um, Tsepang in terms of the rape in the case of Tsepang you know the alleged exactly, the yes um, the bread is used as a symbol the broom as a symbol and then left thrown into the into the felt there's that one and then there's a film called The Night Porter I'm sure you, you saw it many years ago with um, Charlotte Rampling and she meets the Nazi officer who repeatedly raped her during the concentration camps in I think it was Auschwitz um, yeah Oh, this is crazy. So the concentration camps were the, the ones during the Anglo-Boer War, right? That's right. And you're quite right as well. Rape is also used as a weapon during war. Yes, um, of know, course. So um, it's, and sadly, uh, it happens uh, yeah. probably still today. So of course. it's always something traumatic. Right. Okay, great stuff. So Laura's um, metaphors, can you tell us a little bit, one or two of the metaphors? Again, <laughs> no spoilers. Thank you. I'm so excited to hear all this. Well, I, I don't think we're going to give away too much because that's, ex you know, in terms of seeing the show, that's often what makes it extra special. Of course, so, sure. Um, I just think she, she uses objects that are not the actual thing yes. to, to portray you know, the, the actual event, which right. makes it, like I said, more digestible in one way, but also worse because you use yeah. your imagination. Exactly. Um, but um, I think it's very clever when directors do that. And so there are burdens, if we can use that word, there are burdens visibly on stage that this character has to collect and carry and have as heaviness. Is there something like that, right, from what I understand? Yes. Um, I'm doing all the talking now, Johan. Sorry, man, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't give anything away. She... Um, you used some like stones, um, and it became a lot of uh, metaphors for a lot of right. other things. So she's really using things, um, yeah, uh, and then it totally becomes um, a lot of stuff. So um, it's really interesting. To it's see. fascinating. Like you said, what I did in Chapong with a broom, and yeah, um, yeah, no, she is rocks, really yeah. um, brilliant with, with rocks, um, yeah. using metaphors and yes. things like that, yeah. Sure. Okay, great. Now let's move on to where can people get tickets, buy tickets, where is the production? I know it's, it is or it's, it's moving to, it has been at the Barney Simon and it's going to the Rudaput Civic Theatre. Uh, please give us the details of dates, times, where to buy the tickets and so on. Go ahead, guys. Thank um, you. Yeah, I think Rudy can give all the dates, but I'm not sure, but I think um, they sent us an email. I think the uh, market for the run is totally sold out now. Right. Because of COVID, I only allowed 50 people per yes. show. Yes, And um, yeah, we really, we were scared, and we thought we would play for three or four people, and it just exploded, hmm. and everybody comes in and right. tickets. So, um, really, I'm not sure, but I think the market run is sold out, isn't it? Uh, at the moment, yeah. Uh, right, sometimes okay. what people do is they buy tickets online and, uh, or they reserve them online. So um, if they don't pay in time, then they go back. Oh, into I the see. System. Yes, okay. But, but at the moment, you can't buy tickets. They're all reserved or sold. So, right. Uh, that's for the that's market the theater. The yeah, at the market, that's, that's the end of the um, yeah. 14th of February. And then the Rudaport starts from the 18th of February till the 28th of February and you can get tickets at web tickets, web tickets at 
or you can probably go to the Rudeburg Theatre's website as well. Okay. Just, I know you can book it on the website there as well. That's from the 18th till the 28th, and there are still tickets available for that run. Right. Right. Yeah, and it is uh, from Tuesday to Saturday, it's 6 o'clock, and then on Sundays, it's 3 o'clock. Right. And that's yeah, at yeah, the Rudeburg. Yeah, so sorry, Saturdays and Sundays are both 3 o'clock. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. so it's uh, okay. the week, week, weekdays are 6 o'clock because when we started it was still the curfew of 9 so they kept it like that right. and then Saturdays and Sundays are 3 o'clock ok and so really what we're saying that um, the most secure opportunity would be to go online and to to search for the Rudderport Civic Theatre and book those um, if I can ask you once more to give those dates again please no problem. Um, at, at Market Theatre, it runs until the 14th of February. Currently, tickets are sold out online, but they might become, some might become available. Right. So people must just look on the Market Theatre's website. That's markettheatre.co.za. And then from the 18th till the 28th of February, it's on at the Rodeport Theatre. And people can just go to the Rodeport Theatre's website. I think it's rodepoortheatre.co.za. Excellent. And just have a look there. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Well, gentlemen, it's been lovely speaking to you. You're inspired and inspiring. Thank you very, very much. Bye bye, Dunkey. Uh, onward to greater heights and keep us posted. Let's make this a regular kind of interaction where you keep us up to date about your productions and anything else that you want to put out there. And as I say, the podcast will be released next week. Thank you very, very much, Rudy Sadler and Johan van der Merwe from Theatre Rocket. That name is just brilliant. A last comment from both of you, one each, and then we go for it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I think I just want to say that there, there are not a lot of theatre on at the moment. So You're right. I know a lot of people are yearning for theatre, so this is a wonderful opportunity. Yes. And we're very thankful to the Market Theatre and the Rodeport Theatre uh, that they are uh, producing it with us to put it on stage while there is not a lot on theatre. So right. we love theatre. Here's an opportunity to see a wonderful, wonderful actress. Excellent. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Reynolds, for inviting us. It was really a privilege. And yeah, I can just say we really miss theatre. We love theatre and we can't wait. And we've got some really good um, ideas and books uh, and productions in our sleeves. Lovely. So we can't wait to share it with you all. Wonderful stuff. Bye bye, Danke. Evkaristopoli and Yasas, which is cheers. Thank you, guys. Yasas. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That was Rudy Sadler and Johan van der Merwe. They were the individuals who um, want to really keep theatre and are keeping theatre alive and going to areas where angels fear to tread groundbreaking Kamp Hoor Sandra Prinsler directed by Laura Foote the time now 9.37